It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everybody. NFL in London. Week eight. Man, week eight. Halfway. Week eight. Halfway, baby. Halfway. Crazy. Um, I already saw the Christmas. I already, I've already seen the. I went. I went into town yesterday. The Christmas stuff's already out. So it's. Oh, it's, it's already. Been, it was in Sainsbury's in August. <laughs> I mean, they were putting chocolates and candy. You though. shouldn't be able to put it out until Halloween's done. That should be like a law. I think. I think we've passed all those laws. I mean, when they're putting out old Halloween candy and old Christmas candy, uh, the, yeah. it's moving along. It's what it's doing. Um, speaking and of move, we- go ahead. Weirdly, no buys this week, which is kind of weird, don't you think? Like, it's just we go from like bye bye, and all of a sudden, week eight, they're like, ah, eh, everyone plays. I celebrate today. everyone's lifestyle choices, Ryan. So I'm not, really... yeah, it's really... oh, 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 I thought it was hey, kind of weird. That, like, yeah, do it, um, yeah. <laughs> it is weird, especially when you had a couple weeks before when there's so many buys, and now, um... yeah, exactly. It's like six teams last week, none this week. It's just weird. And the beautiful thing for us in the UK is the time the clocks change on Saturday, which means the games are gonna be at five o'clock. So everyone remember Woo-hoo! this five o'clock this is the games. best day of the year. Uh, so, well, yeah. your children might disagree, but um, uh, <laughs> five o'clock and eight o'clock, the games, which means also the late game at uh, midnight, which is the Bears. Um, but hey, uh, hey wow. primetime badges. Speaking of prime, Bajon, Tissot Bajon, talk about uh, it almost Hail Maryed apart from no, the Buffalo no. Bills. Well, it was a great throw in Hail Mary. It was a nice, it was pass. an excellent Hail Mary. It was, um, but the Buffalo Mary. Bills, you were only one point off of this. You guessed 26. Uh, you guessed, uh, you're off by it was, yeah, 24 17. It was 24 18. You're, you're pretty close, yeah. So uh, close. But uh, Buffalo survived this one. Tampa, it was, it was a tough Thursday night game. Um, it was that game was drunk. That game was so weird because Buffalo basically dominated that game from beginning to about five minutes left in that game where they just kind of decided to i think they just got so confident that that tampa wasn't going to move it they, they the bills punted on the last four possessions all basically at the 50 yard line just kind of playing like almost like a rugby we're just going to put you deep and you're not going to be able to get it and then they had that like 17 play like eight minute drive where they had four fourth down conversions on uh, their two-point conversion the ball bounces in the air the, the touchdown went off of bill's helmet it was just like it was just unbelievable and then to just sit back like they've learned nothing from the 13 second stuff, to just let them get in position for a Hail yeah. Mary easily. Again, just coaching. These are the moments that in game management of, of just makes me very worried when the Bills get into these scenarios because they had no business even being in this game, Tampa Bay. It was a very yeah. dominant performance, I thought. Dalton Kincaid looked like finally now, like starting to kind of pick it up, look like a weapon. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen was great. Gabe Davis had a and, finally and, and a good day. Gabe Davis, and they spread it around to everyone. Yeah. It was it was really fun to watch, but it was also frustrating. You know, fourth and one at the one or third, third yeah. and one at the one, and Buffalo doesn't try one sneak with Josh Allen, which is just like, what are you doing? Yeah. You have a six foot five quarterback who can sneak it, and then you're doing spreading out five receivers on, and then you get incomplete. And it was just. That would have made it like 31-10, and it would have made it even bigger yeah. of a blowout. So I, I just thought Buffalo really was lucky. If they would have lost that game, that would have been like maybe like you get fired <laughs> at the end of the year because that's the type of thing that could just change your whole season. So well, your, I yeah. thought Buffalo was really lucky. I thought they were lucky, but they were much, much better. And even though that's a negative, it's a positive going through because their offense finally looked like they had some life in them. Yeah, I mean, there were some opportunities to cover as eight and a half point spread. I thought, geez, they should be able to cover this. And then it was just, as you say, those garbage points 
uh, time at the at the end of the game where it's like, oh, come on, why are you letting him have a comeback like this? Well, um, and then like a face mask on a sack on fourth down. It's like he didn't need he didn't even need to face mask him. It's just some silly, stupid plays like that, which yeah. are gonna cost you. Helmet swinging and penalties and all that. So I mean a lot of penalties on Tampa as well. They they ate a lot of them, which is a lot of the mistakes. But you know, Buffalo gets a win. Uh Tampa eats another L. Um, but at least they'll have some time to cook off and prepare for the next one. Let's talk about some of the games our week eight predictions getting in. There's some good games, there's some stink games. Let's start with the stink game. New Orleans is three and four, and they're heading uh, into Indianapolis, also three and four. New Orleans is one point favorites in this 43 and a half point game. Eesh. Both teams, I mean, Gardner Minshew has struggled against top defenses. Derek Carr is putting up lots of yards, but no one seems to be holding on to the ball. Uh, and, you know, you've got an Indianapolis team who's weak against the run. Is this the week Alvin Kamara finally steps up? Um, who well, knows? He's- Kamara's going to have like 100 receptions for like 300 yards. It's going to be the one of the most bizarre seasons because mm-hmm. it seems like he's been in the... There was a great stat I saw the other day and Kamara and, and, and Christian McCaffrey have been in the same amount yeah. of games all hour, the same amount yeah, of years. Yeah, put like it. Pretty much the same stats. stats. Yeah. yeah. And it's... So no one talks about Kamara as this machine getting all the touchdowns and everything. Yeah. He's actually been one of the, the bright spots for that. You know, Olave looks good. But mm-hmm. my biggest worry is Derek Carr. I just don't see it. I don't. I don't. I think he's he had a bad game last week, and he's going to go against a defense that, even though they gave up almost forty to PJ Walker, they can be a little sneaky. So yeah, sometimes the fact is, I think like, I just don't have any faith in Derek Carr to win this game. I think the fact that the, the Colts have that double-headed running game that they can use, which makes it so much easier for Minshew with Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor. They need to get better receivers. That's just always been their problem. I think Michael Pittman hasn't really taken off like they expected. So, but Minshew, like you say, bad, bad quarterback, someone threw for four hundred against yeah. one of the best defenses in the league. So, um, I, I I'm gonna go with a little. I, you know, I love my Minshew, and I'm not yeah. betting on Derek Carr because I cannot do it. I can't. I can't even watch Derek Carr play because it's painful. You're just watching like. It feels like you're watching a relic of the old NFL. It's like it's passed you by, it feels like. So I'll, I'll enjoy my 20 um, Alvin Kamara passes I catch this week in fantasy. But I'm going to go with the Colts, maybe, because they're at least the fun team to watch. Yeah. They're at least fun. So I'm going to go with the Colts to win. Uh, 20. I'm going to go 2017, a little low-scoring game. I don't Level think. score, keeping it under the under. Uh, yeah, I just to me, it's the, the difference is this New Orleans defense. And, you know, Indianapolis has struggled against some top defenses. I, I really think the pressure is going to be a lot for them here. I could see them making a few mistakes. Uh, Joshua Downs has been great, um, you know, in, yeah. in terms for, for them. And he's actually been really good in terms of the points he's been putting up. I just find that this New Orleans defense will just be too much. Um, again, I got a low scoring. I got 19 to 16. New Orleans gets the win in this one. Indianapolis stays frustrated. Uh, Jacksonville are five and two. They're two and a half point favorites. They're heading into Pittsburgh, who what is four and two? Yeah. How the Steelers four and two? 42 points <laughs> over under. Um, is this one? Uh, you know, Pittsburgh, they've been they've been keeping themselves in games thanks to their defense, but uh offensively, they they haven't been as good. Whereas Jacksonville, Travis Etienne, um, and and this team and some of the defense have been rolling. Are, are they going to be that strong, though, in this week, uh, heading into Pittsburgh, where the weather is supposed to be crap this week? 
Uh, a lot of weather to be worried hey, about. I think every week, every week's been the same. No, it it's like, supposed to be snow this week, though. Snow and really? actually, in Pittsburgh, it's an eighty or sorry, ninety percent chance of rain, and it's going to be like two degrees Celsius. So it's going to be really cold, uh, and it's going to be snow forecast in Green Bay, and snow forecast in Denver, but rain, 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 and cold uh, for the East Coast. So this game is going to be, you know, not a huge passing game, I would imagine, with that much rain, that much crap coming down. How do you how do you see this game? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to pick Pittsburgh. Yeah, like, I agree. I have no idea how they're not four and two. It just, I remember a couple of weeks ago, we thought they might like, win like four games with their mm-hmm. offense. And their offense actually, even in that, hasn't really improved that much, to be honest with you. Kenny Pickett's not playing that much better. He's playing a little bit better, but he's still not, you're not worried about him. So if, if I'm picking this game, I'm going with who has the most weapons, which is mm-hmm. clearly Jacksonville. Like, even though you do have Pittsburgh's defense and TJ Watt can make it like hell, but Jacksonville's offensive line is getting a bit healthier. They, they got their left tackle back a couple weeks ago. And I got Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to take – they're the hot team. They got ATN. They got Calvin Ridley. They got Kirk. They can move the ball. Ingram, they have so many weapons where it feels like all Pittsburgh can do is just throw it deep to Pickens and just hope he reels one in and goes 70 yards because it's kind of – they don't really have a running game with Najee Harris. Even Warren's just been inconsistent. So, to me, you're just kind of hoping for, like, this – to be like a low-scoring Pittsburgh grinds it out in an ugly game. But if the weather's going to be, that's the case. But I still think Jacksonville's just got more weapons. They've got more – more. they even have a pretty good defense. They've been getting some defensive touchdowns mm-hmm. lately. Their secondary's been a lot better than I think people imagine. So I'm going to go with the Jacksonville to win. Um, I'm going to say 23-19. to 19. Little four-point spreader there. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I, I'm really tough in this one because, you know, I think that Pittsburgh, and, and I'm not really big on them and their 4-2 and two record, their defense can keep them in games. I just wonder if, you know, you know, I'm always going to trust Mike Tomlin in terms of the coaching. Uh, and in terms of when he has an underdog record, you know, he always plays it really well. I just find that they're going to be able to keep this close. Um, I think Jacksonville will win, but not by, not by enough. I think Pittsburgh will just keep it just enough that the two-and-a-half-point spread – uh, they'll either get some garbage time points in the end, which they seem to like Green Bay it. So I've got Jacksonville to win 21 to 20, but Pittsburgh, I think their defense keeps it in. I just see an ugly, must like muddy game, just messy, wet. Uh, yeah, stay away. Sloppy, do. Sloppy wet. So uh, yeah, I've got uh, Pittsburgh covering it. Uh, we move on next. Uh, Houston is three and three, and they're facing the beatdown kids of the NFL, Carolina 0 and 6. Uh, these two teams, you know, uh, you know, battle of the of the picks. Houston is three point favorites in this one. Forty three points is the over under. C.J. Stroud is having a good year, uh, and looks like it could continue. Bryce Young versus C.J. Stroud in this one. I mean, Carolina has lost a lot of their defense as well. A lot of injuries on the defense that used to be a bit formidable now is just a bit fluffy. Um, how do you like Carolina at home uh, in this one? A bit wet, probably as well on the coast uh, with a bit of rain yeah. coming down. I kind of like really want to pick Carolina, but I the fact that I think Houston's coming off the bye, Strads looks so much better, um, has the weapons, but I don't know. I think Carolina just feels like they could. And Bryce Young has been getting better the last couple of weeks. He looks like he's been able, you know, Adam Thielen's stepping up, but it's so hard. I really want them to get their first win because I don't think they're like zero and six, zero and seventeen bad, mm-hmm. anything like that. And I think. 
Houston can, even though like everyone's impressed with Stroud, they could have a game where they they kind of fall off. And, you know, we've seen it with every team, yeah. and he hasn't looked like a rookie. And I don't know if they, you know what, I'm gonna go for why not? I'm gonna go with a little Carolina upset. Right. I don't really pick many upsets. It feels like this year because the favorites seem uh, seem to be doing well. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Carolina. I just think Bryce Young's gonna have a good game. I I. I I really, again, he's the number one pick going against the number two pick. So that's really fun yeah. um, matchup. You want to be able to prove that you are the guy. So I'm going to say a little, little Frank Frank's going to have something special to get him his first victory at home um, against Stroud, because it just feels like that would be something if you're a Carolina fan to kind of hold your head up. It's like, all right, we beat the guy who everyone's gushing about. Yeah. So I think it's a big game for Carolina, especially with that. They don't want to lose the number one draft pick. I think they want someone else to take it just so it's not going to be as embarrassing. So I'm going to go with Bryce Young. First victory, 24-20. Wow. I'm I, taking uh, it. I just I'm can't. not betting it. This is a stay away. Yeah, I mean, this is a stay away in total for me as well. Um, just too much ugliness going on. Uh, the one thing I think, the only way Carolina, to me, is actually going to get a chance is is running the ball. Chuba Hubbard could have a good game because it seems like the Texans can't stop anyone running. Anyone sort of run all over them. I, I think the magic of the Texans and, and what they've done, as you're right, it, it could come to an end, particularly in a wet day in Carolina. I know a lot of things happen to me down there then. Um, but um, I would, I still like Houston better. Tank Dell is back. Uh, so I think they'll be able to spread the ball around. Uh, Stroud running the ball. I think it'll be a running game. It's ugly. They get 23-18, to 18, Houston wins the game. We headed to the NFC East in a battle at rematch of week four. Uh, Philadelphia is 6-1. and one. They're heading into Washington is 3-4. and four. Philadelphia is six-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Uh, in week four, this game was only close. Uh, the, the Eagles almost lost the Commanders. It was a 34-31 game. Yeah. Um, this game, it's 43 points over under. Again, the weather is supposed to be nasty in Washington. Uh, they're calling for a 95% chance of rain in Washington uh, and about four degrees Celsius. Um, rain. Um, I mean, yeah. So how does that not benefit Philly, right? If you yeah. think about it. If you look at the, the that's the kind of game Philly grinds it with, the, mm-hmm. with their def- with the fronts, the defense and offensive lines that can dominate on both sides. So I, I find it hard to believe that Washington, after how bad they looked last week and how Again, going against that defensive line is just this is just going to be a sloppy turnover fest game. I feel. Um, Ken, just so I, I after Powell last week, I kind of just lost any faith that he can do it. I, I think division games are always tougher because they just know each other. These teams always yeah. play each other hard. They hate each other. Um, Philly hates everyone. They're angry that the Phillies are out. So now I think the whole yeah. city of Philadelphia is now angry again, now back on the Eagles, angry again, back in their sweet spot, you know, rage filled, yeah. cheesesteak filled anger. Uh, so I'm going to go with Philly. I think Philly's a better team. I think that game last week against Miami uh, gave them a little confidence that, you know, they mm-hmm. even the, the big guns with the offense couldn't really get the ball moving on them. So how do you expect Washington to do it? Uh, I think Philly's. Getting into a bit now, a bit of a rhythm offensively where Jalen Hurts struggled, but seemed to be able to pass it. AJ Brown's been dominant the last couple of weeks. But if this is just a game where you're going to be one in the trenches, you got to go Philly. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Philly to win 27 17. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you look at it, sort of grinding it all out, I mean, the one thing that would also help, I mean, if Philadelphia has a ref from the Philadelphia area, like they did in the Miami game, <laughs> and, and maybe 16 penalties yeah. don't get called, which, it's quite crazy. 
Um, it's just, it's hard to think that, you know, Washington will not get overwhelmed here. Uh, particularly, you know, you take a bad loss to to the, the Giants last week. You know, and obviously a lot of the team was frustrated. You, you could hear it. Um, I, I mean, how is Sam Howell not going to get sacked six times? I, I just, I mean, against this Philadelphia defense, the amount of sacks this kid is averaging. I mean, you yeah. got to take Philly's defense in fantasy. They're just going to crush him. He's a sacarama. I got a 26 to 13. I just think it's going to be a really low scoring game. The weather's going to be nasty. The running game, if it's going to be that wet, the ball's going to get dropped a lot. So mm-hmm. I, I've just got the running game, and Philadelphia has that. Uh, Philadelphia also has the defense to shut down the running game. Sam Howell after this year is going to have like the PTSD of a soldier. Oh, geez. Yeah, we, were, we thought we were all talking thing. about Tua. Like, it's like, hey, thank you. I see. I was just like, oh, man, what war did he fight in? Oh, no, he played for the yeah. Washington Redskins <laughs> Commanders. Yeah, and nothing like developing died. dementia by the time you're 28. Yeah. Uh, Christ. So. All right, this game, uh, next game, very exciting. Uh, Dallas, uh, six and five, uh, sorry, six and a half point favorites. They're four and two. Uh, having a little break, coming back, and the Rams are three and four. Uh, Rams going to Dallas at home, 45.5 is the over under. This could be a, a kind of exciting game. I mean, I think a lot of people are watching the way the Rams play. Uh, Puka, uh, and Dak has just been a bit inconsistent, but you know, you can't help but think, you know, this Dallas defense is sometimes really good and sometimes not so good. Um, Pollard as well has not shown up like we thought he would. <clears throat> Eckler's finally back, but is he back? Um, or sorry, Eckler's on not to play for this one. Matt, for the Matt running Eckers running game for the yeah. uh, running game for the, uh, the the Rams as well. Uh, they've got Henderson, a few other guys, but uh, is it going to be enough? I don't know. Dallas at home. Well, how do you like this game? Uh, well, I like Dallas. I think um, I think it's going to be tough for the Rams. I think uh, you know that that revolving door. I mean, we've seen Daryl Henderson a running back. It feels like every single year for the last like three years. There's a mm-hmm. there's a stretch of Daryl Henderson games where he gets picked up on fantasy and he does nothing and then you're yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, it's Daryl Henderson. So it feels like one of those games. I think just the just this I just want to watch this just to watch Puka Nakua. Like that game he had last week was excellent. You know, yeah. the catches on the sideline he made was great. Like this guy has just come in and just balled out every single week and and you think it's like this is the week he's going to have a drop off and it just just doesn't seem to be the way Stafford's throwing the ball around the yard having fun but again their defense isn't great and I think it's going to be hard to to kind of stop Dallas they're going to have to basically put this into a shootout and we saw last week with Stafford in the second half where he couldn't even move the ball you know they're a bit banged up so I think it's going to be hard on the Rams I think Dallas has the better defense has the better offense and right now is they're at home is it in dallas it's in dallas yeah and it's in dallas so i'm definitely going to take uh dallas to cover um six and a half i like that yeah, that's a nice little number i think they're going to be able to move it um and i would like like you said i'd like to see pollard have a good game mm-hmm. he's only had touchdown in the first game of the season hasn't had one since so he's got to step up because right now there's all talks about like does Dallas go get Derrick Henry because Pollard isn't that guy. Like he's just like a catching back. He's not, hasn't been able to, to dominate. So you could see Dallas moving in, getting another running back, especially if Pollard struggles this week. Um, But I think Dallas is just a better team. I think Michael Parsons is going to make his presence felt in this game. Uh, So it's going to be hard for the Rams. So I'm going to go with uh, Dallas to win uh, 30 to 23. Just covering. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I have been back and forth in this one, but I think that the Rams, I mean, the, there was a crappy loss to Pittsburgh last week, but I don't think they're that bad. And the pressure rate that Dallas puts on the quarterbacks 
isn't as good as they used to be. It's been sort of inconsistent. I mean, you've, there are times when the quarterback is harassed and other times where he's got all the time in the world. I think this this week the Rams are going to have a lot of opportunities to move the ball. I like them to cover it. I think Dallas, because Dallas plays Philadelphia also next week. Uh, maybe you're not going to think about the Rams so much. You know, you're, you're worried about uh, playing, you know, for the NFC East. So I'm going to take the Rams to cover this one. I've got it 26 to 20. Uh, so six points, just narrowly making that spread. But I think the Rams keep it close enough uh, because Dallas will be a bit unfocused. Speaking of unfocused, Bill Belichick huh? gets a win, two and five. Well, he was focused. He's focused. <laughs> he was focused. He was focused. But, but now my... he's going into his he's going into his hell game, which is every year the, the Miami game. It's the it's the most hilarious Belichick game of the. It is. Well, he's yeah, getting he into... always finds a way to something weird to happen in Miami. So Miami is nine and a half point favorites in this one. The over under is 47 points. The forecast you're supposed to be pouring rain, uh, 74 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, so that's uh, yeah, around 17 Celsius. Uh, and um, and also we have to remember Miami uh, goes to Germany next week. So are they going to be fully focused on this game uh, when they're flying off to Frankfurt uh, in a few days? Um, of course, as we say before, this has always been a frustrating game. The weather will be part of it. Miami five and two. Um, how, how is Bill Belichick going to face against this nemesis, uh, the number one in the division? Well, they got Jalen Ramsey maybe coming back. I think he'll be limited. He's not going to play a lot, but I think he's back. Um, it's going to be an interesting game because you had New England who, you know, to their credit, looked really good last week. That Mac Jones had his probably best game of his career, maybe, I would say, last week. Um, the running game's still a bit, but you can run on Miami. That's the one thing you can do. Um, you can definitely move the ball up and down the field. So it's not a dominant defense they're going up against. The thing is, can Belichick stop? I think Belichick did a good job on what he did last week where he took out Stephon Diggs and made mm -hmm. the Bills have to go to someone else and they weren't able to do it. So I think they're going to do everything in their power to keep Tyreek from, from beating them. Uh, so I, I don't think Tyreek's going to have a blowout game. Jalen Waddle's been, I found, a bit disappointing this year for a number two receiver. Like, it feels like he doesn't even get the ball in the game. It's yeah. just all Tyreek all the time. And that's going to be a problem because Tyreek you know, has a nagging injury, says he's going to play. But you got you to gotta get Waddle involved in this offense more. Uh, you know, they, Tua had a bad game. I wouldn't say a bad game. He had an all right game last week. But I think Belichick can make this tough. And I think nine it's just way too much. I think yeah. we see teams know each other. I think Belichick also hates that he always loses in Miami. Yeah. So I think he's going to make this a close game. I think it's their, their defense, even though they've lost some players, played really well last week, and I think they can disrupt Tua and make them make them make some mistakes. So I could see New England winning, but I'm going to pick Miami to win. Um, I'm going to go 24 to 23. I think it's going to be a really close Ooh, one. Close I don't one. see a blowout in this one at all. I, I'm with you on this one. And I think it's that it's the Germany game, you know, because, you know, you're going to want to beat them. And I think I could see them getting a bit of a lead, but Bill keeping it grinding. Uh, the weather obviously playing a factor in it, too. It's I can see Miami winning, but just like, you know, like a herpes flare. Uh, you know, they just sort of rise up for a second and, and sort of give him some problems. Not that I have that. But uh, I, I think that, you know, he'll be the Valtrex uh, to them. So Mac Jones, I don't know. The, the running game will be part of it. Again, I think the weather will be there. Miami will struggle. Now, they are saying, like, Wednesday's practice report, Tyreek Hill, Mostert, Javon Holland, Xavier Howard, Jalen Waddle, and Connor Williams all missed it. So they're all limited and missed it. So I don't know as well. I mean, maybe they're saving a lot of the guys for Germany. Maybe they're like, you know, yeah. Kansas City game. So let's rest a bunch of guys. So I, I can see this to me as an easy call. Maybe. 
Uh, I figured, you know, you want guys healthy. You want to make sure if you're going to face the Chiefs, you know, you, you put up something. You don't want to get dummied. Speaking of dummied, hey, let's head to New Jersey. Eh, it's all dummy there. It's going to be crap weather in New Jersey. 95% chance of rain. Uh, <laughs> going to be very cold. It's the Jets it's versus just, the Giants. Say it's going to be crap weather everywhere. It's going to be crap. East Coast. Uh, it's going to suck a dick. Uh, right. But the Jets, uh, the Jets are uh, favored by three points in this one to over under thirty six. Uh, Jesus, I don't remember my thirty six. Oh my birthday. god, thirty six. <laughs> I want to see. Uh, I want to see an over. My dream is an over under. You were just 20, losing one year. I want to see yeah. that. Yeah. We lost you. You cut out there for a second, but yeah, the over under is. Oh, sorry. Very... I... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that is all right now? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I think there was an overrunner last yeah. week of an Iowa game that was like thirty points, and they still didn't hit it. Thirty-six points, so uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, e- I don't even have them hitting this in this one. What do, you, what do, you, what do you like in this? Um, yeah, right. It's going to be tough. Like you have basically, I think one of the last games Saquon Barkley played, I think against the Jets, he was like twelve carries for one yard. Yeah. Um, so again, I just don't see how either team's going to be able to move the ball. The, good, the one saving grace with the Giants is that Tyron Taylor's not going to make the mistakes that Daniel Jones would probably make against this defense. Tyron yeah. is going to be able to escape it. He throws it away. He's going to be smart. The Giants have been, you know, they, they played better against the Bills. They played good defensively last week with a win. And I think I'm going to go with the Giants' little upset on this okay. one. I think the Jets, even though the Jets are coming off the bye, they have the defense, but I still don't think they can move the ball that well. They need, like... A, the only way they do it is giant Brees Hall runs of like 70 yards or they have to like chuck it up to Garrett Wilson. There's just no consistency in the Jets. So I think, again, I think you're right. I think this is a low scoring game. Um, and I, I'm going to go 17, 14. Yeah. Ugly, ugly. So 17, 14. Cause again, giants yeah. only put up 14 last week. Yeah. So they, I can't imagine going against even more dominant defense. Um, but I think Dable's going to have some something set up for these. These Giants games or Giants Jets games are always fun because playing the same same yeah. stadium, it's got all that fun. So I I think the Giants could win this. I I'm not going to go the Jets. I think Zach Wilson has been fine, but he hasn't been like transcendent or like if you know, you're not watching it being like this guy's figured it out. Yeah. So maybe maybe after the break they come out strong, but I still need to see them actually put up points which I don't think either team can really do that well. Yeah. So, I mean, the only way I can see this going is Brees Hall. I mean, because the Giants suck against the run. Uh, Dalvin Cook obviously is talking there. I could see him probably getting traded the next day because obviously a lot of well, people Well, who wants him? He's, doing, he's not doing anything. Yeah, like, but, when, but I mean, he's, he's the one Cook. saying, I mean, give me a chance. I think a lot of teams that might take a look at him. Um, but I can see Brees. This is a Brees Hall game. You know, the, the rain, the crap. And I think the Giants are going to struggle in this one. Um, I've got it 18 to 10 for the Jets. Um, just suckety do. Nothing, nothing really yeah. going on there. Uh, we also head in for the or the six o'clock, sorry, five o'clock game. Five o'clock. It's Atlanta at four and three. They're facing off a Tennessee team who is two and four. Atlanta's two and a half point favorites in this one. Uh defense is getting together. Is Bijan sick? Who knows? We're not gonna tell. Um 37 points is the over under in this one at Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee has uh, intimated that everything can go. Hey, who wants a, who wants a player? Tannehill. Well, well, obviously is gone. He's still injured from London. um, And he was on the radio. I heard bitching about that as well. Um, But let's, uh, what do you think about here? Tennessee at home against an Atlanta team. Who's uh, Arthur Smith. He he looks like, have you ever seen a guy? What? He looks like Dr. Phil's cousin. 
like a kind of, with his, <laughs> kind of skin yeah, he red looks, eyes. Like, he's got that Doctor Phil kind of you know thing. Uh, no, he looks he looks he looks like a Pixar dad. Is yeah. what he looks like. Like someone in like a cartoon. If you said draw me like a mustachio cartoon, this yeah. it would look like Arthur Smith. Um, I actually like Dylan in this game. I I, I think this is a, uh, the fact that you know Will Levis is going to be playing. It's his first game, and I think also if um, if the Tennessee Titans are going to be sellers, you know they're not going to yeah. be if they have guys that they think they can trade. They're not going to be playing them all game. Right, mm-hmm. risk injuring them, risk losing the damage that, that goods. So you could see someone like Hopkins, right, being kind yeah. of just slowly benched in the second half because they probably want to move him. He probably wants to get traded because he went for the money, he got the money, and now he might get the best of both worlds. He'll get the money and get traded to a yeah. competitor because you can see someone like Kansas City who just oh, had yeah. one of their like one of their receivers just got arrested. So he's Again? Justin Ross. Yeah. Like so he's um so he's gonna be out. So they've lost another weapon. So um yeah, I think Atlanta with that defense especially is gonna make Will Will Levis's life really difficult. I don't know what they're gonna do with Bijan or running or anything. He's so weird, Arthur Smith with his running backs. It's like, why did you draft this guy if you're gonna mm-hmm. keep it in the garage, basically the the, the Porsche in the garage? Yeah. Um uh, um, but so I, I think the defense can play well. I think Ritter can at least Ritter's going to have his moments where he looks good and moments where he throws terrible picks or f- bad fumbles. But I think Atlanta is just a stronger team. This is a game you have to win, especially with the division being so wide open and Tampa Bay losing to Buffalo. So this is a big moment for them to kind of, I think, maybe get up like two games on the division potentially, yeah. especially if New Orleans can lose. Um, so I'm going to go with Atlanta with a nice little game. I think they're going to they're going to win this quite handily. So I'm going to go 27 uh, to 14. I think this Woo. is going to be a pretty easy win for them. Bit of a beating. Yeah, I, it's going to be hard to see Billy Jean's uh, Will Levis Levi's uh, get it together against this Atlanta he's defense. The one who puts, isn't he the one who puts mayo in his coffee? Yeah, it could be. Oh yeah, Will Levis. I think that's who he's uh, known for. Yeah, disgusting. Um. And it's also going to be, I mean, Atlanta's got like the number one, two shutdown run defense. So it's going to be hard, I think, for Derrick Henry to get going because that's where the sort of the heart and strength of it. Um, so and it is going to be a trade. Yeah. They're going to trade Henry, right? So are you going to play run Henry all day? Exactly. Run the hell out of him. So, so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think to your point, we'll have to see how it comes around. The weather again in Tennessee is going to be suckety do. So I've got low score. I got a 21 to 18. Um, just a bit of the over, but Atlanta wins just on the strength of the running game. The final of the five o'clock games is Minnesota, who got a win last week. They're three and four after beating the San Francisco 49ers. Green Bay is two and four. And they're at home. Things are not going well for Green Bay. They had a bye week, still couldn't win. 43 points is the over-under. In the past three games, Jordan Love has a QBR rating of 30. He is the lowest uh in, in all the NFL. Um it's going to be tough for them after, you know, Minnesota's got that miracle. It, they went from talking about trading away their team to, to maybe now they got a chance. Um, does, yeah. <laughs> does you know, and, and you're looking at some of the injuries. Uh, the report, not looking good. Aaron Jones missed Wednesday's practice. Uh, your Alexander and Devondre Campbell are questionable, um, which makes it even tougher for Jordan Love. Uh, the, the Packers really can't score in the first half either. They, no. they rely on themselves in the second half to try to, get it down the field and it, it works sometimes but most of the time not um and then you had jordan addison last week for minnesota who had a great game as well minnesota uh do they have a chance here do you think green bay like yeah like oh, it's so hard to pick green bay now after these last couple of jordan love games like i thought he was gonna be he started off the season great you know first couple games looked solid 
But man, it's been rough the last couple of weeks. The fact that they just can't get healthy. They constantly have receiver problems. They have running back problems. They have offensive line problems. Now they're getting defensive injuries. It's just a bit of a mess in Green Bay. And now you have Kirk Cousins, who ever since everyone wants to trade him, has been, he's like a top five fantasy, like he always is. He's just doing Kirk Cousins things, putting up big numbers, even without Justin Jefferson, was able to have a big game against San Francisco and win that. You know, Brian Flores is making that Minnesota defense much better than it ever has been the last couple of years, especially last week with Brock Purdy picking him off twice. So I I can't see how Green Bay, I think Minnesota sees, especially Detroit had that loss last week. If they lose Mm -hmm. again, maybe they can see them kind of backdooring that division right now because it's wide open, especially with Jefferson coming back in about a week. So, um, I, I, yeah, I'm going Minnesota. I think they're, they're the hotter team and Green Bay is right now just a bit of a mess. And, and that's Jordan Love. Jordan Love is going to be fighting for his job basically for the next few weeks because if, if it continues like this, like he's pretty much in his like 50 year almost. Yeah. And he's barely played. So it's not like they're going to give him the 50 year option and give him 30 million or 25 million, whatever it is. So he's got to step up, but I just don't think he has the weapons. Uh, so I think it's going to be tough. I think Kirk Cousins gets it done. Um, so I'm going to go with it to be 31 to 23 for the Vikes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking back and forth in this one because obviously the weather, they're saying it's probably going to be, it could be minus two uh, in, in Green Bay by the time this game plays with snow. <laughs> um, so I think that benefits the Packers, but I don't want to give any benefit to the Packers because, you know, Minnesota, I think, just has that, they have more depth. And and while you know they Green Bay can rely on people getting flustered in the second half, I think that'll be part of it. But I just see Minnesota pulling away. I had it 26-23, which is over, but I think I might pull it down to an under just as I watch the weather. I do have Minnesota winning by three points. Um, I just think they're they're just better as a team. And if, if all the injuries that are happening, um, you know, the one thing is Jordan Love's not bad on the blitz, and that's what Miami does a lot. We'll see how he handles it if he's able to yeah. get the ball around. But if as you say. He's got no one to point a pass to. Uh, we'll find out what happens. We head into the late games. Uh, the late games, which is eight o'clock, which is not as late here, but for some of us, uh, that's almost bedtime. Um, Cleveland is four and two, and Deshaun Watson is out again. Rub one out. Seattle Seahawks <laughs> are also four and two, and it's at home. Seattle's defense, yeah, man, they're they're showing themselves a pretty good D, keeping themselves a game. The three point favorites over under is thirty points in this one. Again, forecast is rain and crap in Seattle. Um, but uh, is there any good weather? Is it raining in domes this week? Uh, uh, it feels like the sprinkler systems are on. They're broken. So well, it's Detroit, rain in the Detroit, uh, yeah, it'll smell like a it smell like a meth house in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. um, but Seattle at home, I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's hard because you, you've had this Cleveland defense that had some great games, but then you know. Um, can also let somebody go, depending if if, if Miles Garrett is playing. Um, Philip Walker uh, is he going to be able to do something here? Uh, and again, as I said, this Seattle defense is slowly getting better each week. They're able to shut down some of the teams. So, uh, how do how do you like this in a, in a tight game here with uh, Seattle with Seattle favored by three? 
Yeah, um, I do like Seattle um, in this. I think the fact that they didn't have Metcalf last week, which which definitely hurts them. If they can get him back, yeah, like Kenneth Walker's been great. Mm-hmm. He's been moving the ball up and up and down the field all year. He's been really good. I think Geno's going to have his Geno moments against this defense. It's going to be tough because you know Miles Garrett's just playing like all world right now out there. But again, we thought this was like a historic defense, and they gave up forty to Minshew last week. So. I'm. I want to see how they bounce back the defense, but to me, it's just like again, I just can't bet on PJ Walker to to go on the road mm-hmm. in a place like Seattle that's so loud. You know, they got good corners. Devin Witherspoon um, is looking great, and he he can shut down Amari Cooper. And then you then where is PJ Walker going? You know, it's going to Njoku. There's not that many weapons. Where at least Seattle, I feel, as, you know, with their three receivers and Walker, can at least score. Mm-hmm. points um even though they did score 40 and they won somehow but that game was that game was stupid um you're not going to see a game like that again i think it's going to be hard for cleveland especially with pj walker i think he's limited and you're going to get what you're going to get and you're kind of hoping for like 200 yards and a touchdown that's like the best you're going to get mm-hmm. so i'm going to go with seattle to win i think they're a little sneaky team the defense is playing better and Right now, they just get them at a good time with Deshaun Watson being out. So I'm going to go and scout to win a 23-20. Just a little close one. Yeah, I'm a little pushed there. I've got it uh, 21-14 uh, for Seattle. I, I just The defense has been playing so good uh, that I think they're really going to keep it really hard for Walker. Um, and, and, you know, that's something trying to get the running game as well is going to be, you know, Kareem Hunt's also going to struggle on this one as well. Uh, I get it. It's just a running game of Seattle in this. It'll be low scoring. I can't see too much happening. 21-14. Cleveland takes an L. Uh, they're going to have to work on something. They're going to have to start maybe looking for a quarterback as well uh, to, to fix what's going on in that problem. Ooh, big game. I think this, I don't know if this is Sky game. I don't know. Don't even check the listings anymore. But uh, Kansas City Chiefs are 6-1. and one. Tay-Tay, we love you. Uh, they're at Denver. Probably not going to be there. It's going to smell like weed. Oh, <laughs> Denver is two and five. She's just a billionaire. Good for her. Um, I, I knew we could. We knew she could do it. Chiefs are seven point favorites in this one. Total it's a nice is, little underdog story, isn't it? Okay, it is. So. Uh, it's. Uh, we like to hear those underdog stories. Uh, the weather forecast in uh, this one is going to be nasty as well. The forecast is snow and minus two. Um, Denver two and five. Chiefs favored by seven. Over under is forty seven. Chiefs are heading to Germany next weekend. Uh, Does that mean they're going to be fully focused? Also, you know, another arrest uh, for someone not being nice to women. Um, uh, You know, is this going to cloud Kansas City? Is this going to help Denver in any way? Can Russ cook in this? I mean, no, not really. I mean, only seven feels low, to be honest with you, even though I know these two teams do play each other. But like the way Mahomes looked last year, he had like 350 yards at half. So they're able to move the ball. They're kind of like that defense is great. They're going to make Russ's life hell. And again, is Denver going to be, like we said with uh, Tennessee, is Denver going to be holding guys back like Jerry Judy and Sutton, people they want to trade because they're not going anywhere. Um, So I think it's, it's to me, it's just any other situation. Maybe you could say Denver could cover, but I just don't see it. I think Kansas city keeps it rolling. They, they, they're, they proved last week that they're, again, the top dogs in the AFC, the ones to beat. And I think they're just going to lay a beat down. I just don't think Denver can keep up with Mahomes and Kelsey. And even just, just basically, they're just – everything about it, Denver is worse in, than Kansas City. So I can't see how they can keep it even within seven. I think 
Kansas City rolls and gets ready for for a great game in Germany against Miami the week yeah. after. So um, I am going to go easy victory. Um, I'm going to go like 27 to 10 for the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm pretty much. I got it 26 to 12. Um, the weather will play a factor in it, but again, there's I don't see any reason um, that they that Denver can really come back from it. I mean. Sure, Kansas City's going to be looking ahead. Sure, Kansas City has some drama, but they're still the best team, really, going right now. And and Mahomes is just fire. So, um, yeah, they might, you know, take a little break and, and, and give them some garbage time comeback, but still won't be enough to come back. Uh, I've got a 26 to 12. Kansas City dominates. This one could be the Sky game. Who knows? Uh, Cincinnati, 3-3 three and three against the San Francisco team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> two lost two games in a row five and a half point favorites 45 points is the over under in this one brock purdy could be coming back uh, a few other guys coming back as well uh joe burrow looks like he's finally getting to 100 um this game it's in san francisco uh you know the bengals could really use this one but you know if uh, if the 49ers get their guys back together and they're gonna be missing a few players on defense but uh does cincinnati have uh, the, the tools here to be able to take down the 49ers at home Ah, oh, it's just such a good game. This is going to be a great game because I think Brock Purdy looks like he's going to play. It's yep. kind of trending towards it. He's going to be like one of the first people who've gotten to play after being in the concussion protocol. So I think he's just so worried he's going to lose his job to Darnold. He's like, I'm going in. Yeah. Um, again, you had a bad loss. So you have a team coming off a bye who's offensively still not the dominant. They had that one good game. But again, even the week after, they haven't been back, but they've had a week off. They have a good defense. Two really good, strong defenses going against each other right now. Um, this is a tough one. I think Cincinnati wins this uh, just because I think Burrow can steps up in big games like this. But I think I don't think this is going to be a shootout or anything like that. I think these defenses are going to make it hard on both sides. Um, the fact is, you've got McCaffrey and you've got Ayuk and you've got the weapons. So Brock Purdy is also kind of fighting for his job now. Yeah. The last couple of weeks, he's been, hasn't been good. So if this keeps happening, he has another bad game. Like you could see this being a real problem because you can't have quarterback issues going into the second half of the season. You have to have yeah. that position figured out. So I'm going to go with Burrow kind of just plays up to these big games. Um, I think he's he's going to be ready for it. And I, But I'm, I'm worried about it like, because Nick Bosa is still not backing didn't have a sack didn't do anything last week really yeah. against minnesota so i i think both teams are just going to be kind of angry um so i think it's gonna be a real fun game very close game probably going to come down to the wire uh so i'm going to go 27 26 for cincinnati so i'm going to go with the Bengals to win yeah. yeah, I'm with you on, on a really close one too and you know trent williams being out um which also be an issue um and so, I mean, but also, yeah, the Cincinnati could struggle against the run. If Christian McCaffrey gets going, that's one thing they could really struggle against. Um, as you mentioned, both defenses here. Uh, I just think Cincinnati will keep this close. Five and a half is too much, particularly with Purdy. And if he's not able to get things yeah. together, Cincinnati has momentum. I've got San Fran to win by two, though. Um, so I've got Cincinnati to cover, but San Fran to still win. I've got it 30 to 28. Lots of points in this bad boy. Speaking of bad boys... Uh, Lamar is back, and man, he's bad. They were bad men last week. Uh, as they're eight and a half point favorites heading into Arizona, Baltimore is five and two, starting to stretch a little bit in this division. Arizona's one and six. The uh, fair the point spread in this one is 44 points. Uh, you know, Arizona's kept themselves in some games. Will they be able to keep themselves tight against this Baltimore squad? 
I mean, it's going to be tough. It's getting tougher every week with Arizona because Josh Dobbs is mm-hmm. going up against just defense after defense. It's, it's, it's not getting easier. There's more tape on him. It's getting harder with no pieces. You got Kyler Murray now is practicing. He's fully back. Like, is he going to be back in a couple weeks? Is this the end of the Josh Dobbs era? Yeah. And then you have Lamar is now back to MVP form. Um, yeah. So does he does he bounce? Does he just keep continue rolling and keep kind of putting up the points? The fact he's in a dome means you can see Lamar getting lots of points here. Up, up. And again, this is just a hot Baltimore team who there's no reason. I don't think they're going to be as dominant offensively because I think Arizona can make it tricky sometimes, especially yeah. that at home. So I don't see it to being like a Lamar just, you know, like last week against Detroit. I think it's a bit closer, but um, I yeah, hey, come on, Baltimore is a much better team. I think they win this pretty easily. I'm going to go 27 um, 20, but I, I just even I don't even know how Arizona's going to get 20, but I think they're at home, so they could probably maybe get a garbage touchdown to kind of keep it respectable. But I don't see it being that close. Yeah, I'm with you. The nine and a half points is a little too much for me. Um, you know, just just based on this, maybe. You know, it's a bit of overhype uh, based on the the Baltimore win last week. Um, and I think it's one of these things that they'll build up a bit of a lead. Uh, then what do you need to do? Um, you know, there's going to be a few, there's a few injuries. I think Rokon Smith and Marcus Williams, um, I think might struggle to get back in. So I could see the Cardinals covering this. It was a big emotional win. Uh, they are at home. Uh, so I've got it 26 to 19 for Baltimore. Arizona covers by seven. <clears throat> the big Sunday night. Everyone's, of course, excited for this game. Sunday at midnight, technically Monday at midnight, it's Chicago Bears riding into the LA Chargers. Uh, the last the time these hot two, Chicago Bears. The last time the Chicago hot. visited uh, the Chargers, I was actually at that game. Uh, fun, ah. fun fact: the last time they played in in in, but I was in San Diego when they played, uh, and the Bears won that game. Uh, Bears are two and five. The Chargers are two and four. The Chargers came in with this eight and a half point favorites in this one. Forty six points is the over. Forty six and a half is the over under. Um, you know, it was a tough one. They went down again for, for the Chargers to lose again uh, to the Chiefs. You know, Herbert and the defense struggling. Khalil Mack is coming back into this old team. It's in L.A. Uh, and Tison Bajon, who knows, because Justin Fields is still not going to play. Um, how do you like this one? It's going to be tough for Bajon. You know, he had that good game last week. But again, it wasn't like a dominant performance. He just held his own. That's kind of yeah. what he needed to do against the terrible Raiders effort. And I think you're going up against now a very desperate Chargers team um, who's had bad a couple of bad losses in a row. You know, they got injuries. And we saw what Cleo Mack did to his old Raiders team with six sacks. So who knows what he's going to do to his old Bears team that just traded him as well. So... Uh, again, I just see the Chargers winning this. I think Badgett's going to find it really tough. I think he was at home at least last week, so he had to. The, but again, even though you're in LA, you're probably going to be at home against yeah. with with uh, that many Chicago fans in LA. I bet. But I think her again. You're talking last week. It was Badgett against um, Hoyer, which yeah. you could kind of feel like that's doable. But Badgett against Herbert is a different monster. Um, so I, I, I just see, I think this is going to be an easy win for the chargers. No offense to your bears. I thought they offense were good effort last week, but it's going to be tough, but I think Chicago, I think, uh, chargers win this easily. Herbert has a big game 30 to 17. Yeah. I think this, uh, I think the bears could win this game actually. Uh, you know, a lot of reasons, uh, 
Baj, nothing to lose in terms of this one. I think our defense will be able to to be able to keep some pressure on them. Uh, the running game um, will also, I think, be a problem for them. You know, the Bears are starting to get some stuff together. Um, but, you know, I I just don't think the spread, I think that spread is way too much. Eight and a half. I think the Bears could win, but I've got the Chargers to win. Only by three, though. 26 to 23, Bears keep it close. The final game is a Monday nighter. Uh, big loss for Detroit last week. Uh, but they're hosting, they're at home, they're five and two in a dome. They're eight point favorites over the Raiders. Raiders took a loss to the Bears last week as well. Um, Lions are favored by eight points in this one. Over under is 46. Lions obviously feeling bad after getting beaten. Um, they need a get right game. Is this is this the Raiders team that gives them the get right? Game? <laughs> it's the perfect get right game, right? Especially after last week, you were the hype of the league, you know, like people like could you go to the Super Bowl and then you get waxed. Yeah. And it happens. It happens to every team in this league. So it's happened to San Francisco last week against Minnesota, happened to Buffalo against New England. It's going to happen again in, in other times. Probably not this week. Um, but uh, hold on. Sorry. I've got a problem with my phone. You okay. go. You go talk. Yeah, no. Okay, okay that's fine. Uh, no, I, I mean, there's a lot of things that I would look at in this one right now. And that's obviously Detroit taking a loss. And the, the big thing was obviously is that Matt Stafford does not play well outdoors. One of the things is they look lost in the rain. I mean, it's nice when he has the dome. He's able to get it together. Vegas has got Jimmy Garoppolo coming back. I don't know. You mean Jared that's... Goff. You mean Jared Goff. You said Matt Stafford. Oh, Matt Stafford. Jared Goff. Sorry, Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. Jared Goff. Yeah, I'm getting the L.A. mixed up again. I'm getting everything mixed yeah. up. I'm, I think Goff, yeah, Goff is, uh, he he struggled last week uh, outdoors. Um, and I think Jimmy Garoppolo, but again, I'm not sure it's going to happen. Brian Hoyer looked bad. So maybe this allows him to stretch the field a bit more with Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers. Maybe Josh Jacobs will be able to get going. I don't know. But I think Detroit, with that defense, is going to be very, very upset after losing last yeah. year. And I think they've I got think enough so pressure too. to keep putting on the quarterback that I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be running. And I, I could see him going down again, injured again. So, I mean, I can see the spread personally. The spread started at eight. I got it bigger. I've got Detroit wins this one 30 to 18. They get right. Yeah. They feel good. How about you? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I think you're right. I think Jared, this is a bounce back game for Jared Goff, who was bad last week. He's much better in a dome. We've seen him um, at that factor at home. The Raiders just, again, I, I can't get involved. Even Jimmy G's back. They could probably maybe keep it a bit closer, but I just think this is a badly coached team that's now going on the road. And even if they play Jimmy G, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. Can he even finish the game is the mm -hmm. real question. Cause he's barely finished the game. He's leading the NFL in interceptions. He's only played like four games. Yeah. So it's not like even when he's been in, he hasn't been great. He's been bad. So yeah, I think Detroit angry. I think you see a big Hutchinson game. They're going to be coming at the Raiders. Dan Campbell is going to have extra, some extra energy drinks. He's going to be fired up. Yep. So um, yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be like 34, 20. I think for the uh, for the Lions, I think a pretty easy win. I just have no faith in the Raiders, and the Raiders should have no faith in the Raiders. Nice. Well, that that's good to have. Good good for all the fans yeah. here, folks. That's yeah. it for our Week Eight picks. I uh, hope you enjoy them. Make sure you check out the website. Make sure you check out our Facebook pages, all the pages, our X channel, and and our MySpace page, which we're going to try to get going up again as well. That's it for our Week uh, Eight picks. Hope you enjoy the podcast, folks. Thanks for listening.